Welcome to the Ripple Fishing Report. I'm your host, Brad Long. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Ripple Fishing Report. And on today's show, we're going to talk to Captain Brant Peacher over in Pensacola. How you doing, Captain Brant? Hey man, doing well. Awesome, buddy. So uh, you've been able to get out and fish a little bit lately. What uh, what you been up to? Yeah, it's been pretty, well, besides the rain, the wind's been calm. So that's been a, a, a pleasant change, even though we have had to dodge some storms. But, you know, just kind of the same old stuff, uh, fishing the beaches, fishing the piers, fishing the bay, kind of a mixture of everything. Uh, fishing's still been pretty good. I, uh, you know, I, I would have to say the most interesting thing I've done is I went to the pier the other day, but I went to the pier that's, uh, you know, there's a pier in uh, just past Orange Beach, Alabama, which is not far from me. For By the way, the crow flies, Orange Beach to Pensacola is very, very close. Okay. And there, there's a pier there, and uh, I walked out on it just like I would fish any pier. And man, there was monster speckled trout all in the surf, like right when you walk onto this pier on the Gulf side. Really? I mean, some of these, yeah, some of these trout were 25, 20 to 27 inches. Wow. You told us about that last year, somewhere in Alabama, yeah. catching them. Cause I live on in Alabama. Beach. Yeah. 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 On the beach. And so this was at like, all, right when you walk on the pier, man, they were all over in the surf and there were several people trying to catch them. And I did see one guy get one up. That was probably 26 inches. Wow. What a weird place. Why, how is that? Why are they there? Just bait? Don't know, man. Yeah, I guess. There, I mean, there was a lot of like pilchards and stuff down there in the surf. Uh, but I was talking to a local and he said they're always there and always have been. Huh. And probably won't eat anything but the bait they're eating. Very, very hard to catch. You, uh, The locals there had to go down to four-pound test, believe it or not, to wow. get them to bite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's tricky with a trout that size. Oh yeah, yeah. So they would they would take four pound test with a little live shrimp, and that's the only thing that they could get them to look at. Really, that's weird, man. I wonder. You know, that whole area. As a person who lives in Alabama, and a lot of the people that I know um, go to coastal Alabama to do their saltwater recreation. They have places there. That's just where they go when they go to the beach, sure. right? And sure. for me, where I am. Um, and I'm from the the Wiregrass area originally, so I've always been coming to the Panhandle of Florida. Just it's what's familiar to me, and sure, so that sure. that's where I still go because honestly, it's a little bit closer, like by an hour. But it's crazy. I mean that the way that system is laid out, it's like what's Gulf and what's kind of Bay sort of runs together in that whole. They do. They they run together, man. Yeah. The uh, well, it's weird. Uh, so right outside uh, Fort Morgan Pass, right there is you, you see a bunch of oil rigs that are in the Gulf, but, and they're not far from the beach, but right. they catch, ton, they catch tons of speckled trout on those oil rigs, which, yeah. is, which is odd to me because I'm really not far from there at all. And we would never catch a speckled trout in the Gulf. Yeah. I've, I have actually caught speckled trout off of those oil rigs you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, and the thing is, it's not like you're in the Gulf either. There's, there's, it's protected water. It's not wavy. It's kind of nasty. I mean, it's, it's, I say nasty, right. it's dirty. It's not pretty blue it Gulf is. water. Right. Right. But it's exactly. just a weird setup, man. And it's Gulf, but it sure fishes like yeah. a bay. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. It's, 
very, very strange. So, so speaking of Alabama, I, I got some questions for you because I've had some some time on my hands over the last four or yeah. five days, and I've been watching a lot of, of your YouTube stuff, and I've seen a lot of, I'll say new faces, but they're really not new. I mean, there's a guy you run around with uh, that named Bama Beach Bum. Ironically, there's a guy named Bearded Brad that uh, that's popped up. And I know about him yeah. only because people that know me and listen to the podcast and know about you, they say, wait a minute, your name's Brad, and you've had a beard for 30 years. What's going on? Or 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they're like, and, I'm, like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that's not me. But it's, uh, it's funny. You got a, a bearded Brad guy, and I'm also a bearded Brad. So uh, interesting. So, how, so what's the deal? How did these – because you're doing some projects outside of Angler Up, right? Yeah, so we have, you know, kind of the new thing going online is forming teams and creating these teams and building your influence, bringing on sponsors, creating products. And so we're really trying to form a team. And, uh, you know, Bama Beach Bum is probably the largest online influencer in the state of Alabama. Really? And so, yeah, he's a really good one, too, uh, in saltwater fishing. Right. He's hands down is. In saltwater fishing, there's nobody that compares. And so he and I have kind of formed a, a team, and we're bringing on people, and uh, we're just going to see what happens with it. But, uh, you know, we live so close together, and we've connected and gotten to fish a lot together over the last year. And so this was just kind of the next step. Yeah. I just, uh, I've, I've, I've noticed you, you know, kind of when we started this and, and things kind of began, I mean, it was you, Angler Up with Brant, and now it's, you know, yeah. you, you got a, a, a fellow running the camera, cameraman Ron's on there, um, and he does his own thing, and I kind of figured that's yeah. what you were doing, but I'm like, you know, we haven't really talked about it, and it's like, you know, if, you know, I feel like we uh, <laughs> should kind of promote it a little bit, the little bit that we can, and, uh, sure. you know. Why not? Because it's really good footage, man. And having more people like that just makes it more interesting, you know? It is, man. Anytime you create a show, it's the more characters you can have, the more uh, engaging that's going to be because you're going to have an audience out there that is going to relate to somebody in that show, you know? Yeah. And so it's, uh, it really makes it better. Yeah. Well, I've enjoyed it, but I, I've noticed some new faces, and I thought, you know, we haven't talked about this, and since one of the guys uh, shares some of the same characteristics and name as me, I thought we would. Yeah. I thought I'd ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brad, he's uh, he's the newest guy that we've kind of brought on, and uh, he does do. He's been doing YouTube for a little while, and you know, he's kind of a, he's a good addition. So we call him the intern. <laughs> okay, <laughs> nice. That's what you want. He's got to got to earn his stripes, huh? <laughs> no that's fun man I, I've, I've enjoyed watching the stuff and, and it's always you know it's just something about having even if it's just as simple as dialogue between you and someone else just adds so much sure. you know to the experience of watching it um so that makes 100%. it cool yeah, yeah but I like it I like it man so check and so what do what do the listeners need angler up with Brant is that still the one to, to kind of find yeah, all I this mean, you can yeah, when you go to my channel, you're going to, and we talk about all what we do on every video. So you'll be able to find all our team stuff and everything like that. Okay. So. Well, yeah. So be sure and check that out because it, it's growing and they're doing more and more cool stuff with the, the additional people that have, you know, connections or ideas or whatever. So it's, uh, it's a, it's a neat thing. It really is. Sure. So what, uh, so you've been fishing the normal kind of stuff. What are you seeing? <laughs> I mean, uh, obviously things are biting. Um, what, what do people need to do if they're coming down? I mean, what, what do you recommend? 
Well, you know, one thing I've been doing is walking the beach right now and sight fishing redfish in the surf, which is fun to catch, to be able to do that land-based and they're big ones are, you know, 30 pounders. And so uh, if you're, if you're down here on the beach, you know, what I do is I take my, my more, my exercise that I get for the day. I just say, I'm going to go out and walk the beach for a couple miles and I take a rod with me and it's great exercise to walk the beach, but I've been always see redfish while I'm doing it. Yeah. So it, it <laughs> Makes for I killed two birds with one stone. <laughs> you know what, man? I it's so funny you say that. I'm gonna get off topic for kinda. I've been yeah. thinking. I'm not a obese person or anything, but I've gained sure. some weight over the years, and I'm I'm in my early 40s. So I'm like, you know, I should have something that I do just to prolong sure. life, right? And I've been thinking. Sure. Yeah, I'm not a runner. I don't. I'm not gonna go in a weight room. But I thought, you know, I should walk. I mean, it's easy enough. Take the dog or something. But I live on a big lake, and I've told you about it. I should do exactly yeah. that. I should grab a fishing yeah. rod, go for a walk in the morning, make a few casts so I can justify in my mind that I that it doesn't completely suck, you know, and sure, do it that I, way. I've literally, I've literally, well, what I do is I, I'll kind of mark off like a mile and I'll walk down the beach a mile and back a mile. And you wouldn't believe like walking in that sand, man. It, I've, I've lost like 10 pounds since I've started doing that, but I've also really started, uh, it, I, I'm finding a bunch of redfish schools on the beach. So they're yeah. all over the beach right now, which is cool. So are you going to any, like, is there a, and I know I'm not asking you for a spot, but yeah, I guess sure. I'm, I'm trying to get to like, could a visitor to Pensacola just literally walk the beach and still kind of accomplish what you're doing or at least have the hope Somewhat. to? Yeah. I mean, they're not going to be able to, pinpoint them like i can right but they're they they have an opportunity yes so any beach any piece of beach that is does not have condos in front of it you have a good shot at seeing a redfish okay and you you give it to you like that well and the good news too is even if you don't see redfish you're probably going to have a hard if you walk a mile of beach you're 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 gonna have a hard time not catching a ladyfish or a bluefish or something you know what i mean over that span so it's not for nothing. Oh, yeah. No, you're, yeah. And, and too, like I said, man, you find all kind of cool stuff. Like, like, uh, you find little troughs where there's fish laid up in. And so I, I find new stuff every time I walk and I'm like, oh, well, there's fish sitting here. And you know, what's funny about it is if, if you do find a spot <clears throat> where there's fish laid up, odds are they're going to be there over and over and over again. And we've talked about that before, but, um, I don't know if you watch my video for, like three days ago i posted a redfish video and i found a school of probably a hundred fish walking the beach in this little trough and uh it was funny they wouldn't bite very well but i did end up catching one and i came back yesterday because i wanted to see if they were still there and sure enough they were sitting in the exact same spot really it's it's funny how they they do that they find something you know food source safety kind of checks enough of the boxes to make them come back and hang there you know yep absolutely you know i didn't i didn't see that video but i and i meant to ask you about this because it's been a little while ago i did see the one where um it happened twice but there was a redfish trapped in like a tidal pool yeah so that was on the um it's been a while ago actually but that made me think about that that was on the bay side and which was a really cool uh, thing to walk up. So we had just had that tropical storm and it filled these tidal, flooded these tidal pools. And so the water uh, like recited and one of the redfish never left the tidal pool and he was just chilling in there. So was it the same one twice or two different ones? 
No, no, no. It was only one fish. Oh, okay. I thought there was two different videos. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, it was only one fish, and we uh, and he was low on oxygen. It was why I could catch him. With okay. That makes sense, too, because I wondered. I thought, man, there's no way you could catch those things like that. Something's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so mean, with the, the fish, tidal, you know. Right. So when the tidal pool goes down, there's very little oxygen left in there, especially in the heat of the summer. And so those fish get super lethargic because they don't have the oxygen. But it's, it, they were, you can recover very fast uh, from that through just flowing oxygen through, through their body. And so when I put him in uh, the big bay, he just took off. Yeah. The one, um, the one, the last one I watched, I, I can't remember it, man, it runs together on me because I, I kind of see them in my Facebook feed and sometimes sure, I have time sure. to watch them. Sometimes I don't, but, um, or sometimes I watch a clip of it at a red light, you know, not that I do sure. that, but you know what I mean? And so, uh, yeah, anyway, um, the, the one that I saw was the, the one where you guys caught a shark and kept it and cooked it and all that stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now that we actually did that video, uh, a while back, but I, I posted that very recently. Okay. So I was thinking it was over like the weekend. But No, no, no. We shot that in May. And so you guys were on that in a hurry, and you bought your bait, right? I mean, that you guys, I don't, I didn't, it, it was muted or something. Yeah, so, no, we did. So what happened was we, uh, we went and tried to catch ladyfish and stuff in the bayou, and they weren't there yet. And so we went to Joe Patty. Uh, which I bought throughout the years. A lot of charter captains do this buy that buy your bait at the seafood market. Yeah. For one, you get fresh bait in a lot of times good prices. And so we go buy big whole mullet there. Anytime we're like bridge fishing for redfish or shark fishing or something. And we bought a bunch of big whole mullet out there and then went straight to uh, straight to the middle of the bay and hooked up immediately. Yeah. That's what on the video. I mean, it was, you know, and you know, I know better cause you guys don't BS it, sure. but I also know that if you've ever watched fishing shows, it's days of fishing chopped into one, one 30 minute segment. So you never really sure. know, but I, you know, you guys certainly gave the impression it happened very quickly. We got our first bite within five minutes of being there. That's unreal. Was, was yeah. that a, was that a spot that you kind of assumed that would Man, happen? It's just kind of the middle of the bay the, in the channel. Oh, really? That's all I was. No, nothing special. Yeah. Well, and that's where they hang out. They just kind of cruise, man. You know, yeah, especially the bigger exactly. ones. Exactly. So, uh, so did the shark really uh, smell? Like, did it actually smell? Because I know they pee. Yeah. I knew they peed through their skin, but I didn't know if you could actually tell it when you're around them. Yeah, they do, and, you, and they do give off a smell. And when you catch a black tip, which black tips are very good to eat, but if you catch a black tip, you need to bleed them and gut them immediately, and they won't smell. Really. So I've mm -hmm. I've kept them and I've eaten them, but I've never done that. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time ago, yeah. but I and I remember sure. them still being good. <laughs> but I guess I got lucky. No, but, they are, but it, they're way better if you bleed them and gut them. Yeah, well, that makes sense. And I, you know, I've just never heard that. I knew kind of the science behind um, what was going on, but I've I've never noticed them actually having any kind of. Uh, but I've never kept one that size. I mean, the ones I kept, I think, were probably I don't know. They may have been that size. It's been years, it's been decades since I've kept one. But yeah, you know, yeah. they are good to eat. I've always heard that. They are, and there's lots of them. Yeah. That's one thing people don't realize is that uh, there are certain species that, that have issues, you know, and, and then there's some that, that don't. And when they don't, man, they kind of – I don't guess they well, really have a predator, right? There's nothing that eats them. Uh, 
No, and people label, when they label a shark, they label a shark as one species, and that's completely false. There's hundreds of species of sharks, and a black tip shark is a thriving species of shark, just like any game fish. So for you to take a black tip shark and and kill it and eat it is no different than you taking a king mackerel and killing it and eating it. Right. Okay, it's the same concept, and so... The, the people get really bent out of shape with you catching and killing sharks because they label all sharks in the same category and it's just not accurate. Yeah. And, and I tell you, part of the reason why the times I've kept them and, and eaten them, I was much younger and, and we actually went with a guy that knew, um, or at least was willing to take the rap if he, if he was wrong on what yeah. we were keeping and, and what we were putting in the cooler. I'm not comfortable with that because of what you just said. I mean, And and you know this as a guide, when you catch a shark and it's that size or smaller, it's really hard to identify for a person like me that doesn't see them all that, all the time. Sure. What you got, you know, you might be keeping something that you really aren't supposed to mess with, or it may be a black tip and not be a problem. The only two that are very easy to identify that we catch frequently are a black tip and Atlantic sharp nose. Um, those two are very easy in my opinion to identify and those two are very good to eat and legal to keep. What about a spinner shark? Are they, how are they? Uh, They are basically a black tip. There's not hardly any difference whatsoever in the two. There's, there's the, the only difference is that they have a black tip on one of their fins that a black tip does not. Okay. And, but they're basically they taste the same, they fight the same. It's pretty much very similar shark. And so you could, if you were to catch what you think is a black tip and it's actually a spinner, you're okay to eat it. Of, we've, yeah, we've done that a bunch of times. But they're still good. They're not extinct or something crazy. And you know, Heck no, 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 no. Like you, it would be very hard to catch a shark in this area that's endangered. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. And man, you catch so many just babies. I mean, you know, like two footers, just really small ones. I mean, it just goes to show you there, there really is so many. And if you've ever stayed in a condo way up a building on the beach, you've probably seen some milling around in the, in the surf and stuff. Right. Well, you got to think nobody keeps them hardly ever. They don't have hardly any predators. So what's like, you know, why, why wouldn't they be a thriving species? Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely correct. And yeah, I guess the only predator they would have would be other sharks that are larger. I mean, they kind of cannibalize sometimes among the shark right. species. You know, that but absolutely happens, and I've seen that happen a lot. Now that now that Shark Week has been on, I, I feel super educated on sharks <laughs> after watching that stuff. No, but but shark, big sharks eat little sharks all the time. Yep, yep. But no, that was a, a really interesting video, and for it to happen so fast for you to get them get them in so fast was cool. That that's I know that's always nice. Um, yeah, that was a fun video to make. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, thank you for uh, for, for sharing uh, your experiences with us and, and kind of bringing us up to speed on what you're up to on your YouTube channel. But tell everybody how to find you if they want to watch some of this stuff that we're talking about. Sure, yeah. Go check out my YouTube, Angler Up with Brant. Post videos every few days. Awesome, buddy. Well, listen, Brant, thank you. And, uh, and what's the – are you guys traveling soon or any plans? Right now – we had, do not have plans, but you know, I'm, I'm in that mood where I may take a spur of the moment trip. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I read a thing recently and I thought about you and I read it. Um, it's been maybe a month, but it, apparently they were considering, and I can't, I don't know what they decided on 
Um, you, well, it was I, what I read was a little bit silly, but you could apply for a Goliath Grouper um, tag to do what the guy um, – you, you had gone and fished with a guy who was doing some of that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Didn't, wait a minute, not a gag grouper. What were you catching? A Goliath. Goliath. Did I say Goliath? What did I say? Yeah, no, you did. You said Goliath. Okay, well, I'm thinking gag. Okay, so Goliath. Yeah. And they were, they were opening it up to, to – they're thinking about opening kind of a season – for those things, um, which is probably not a terrible idea because there's plenty of them now. And um, they uh, there's some kind of tagging program you can get on a list, but they're, the, they wanted you to have the potential or to catch like 10 of them a month or something crazy. And it's like, that's a lot, <laughs> you know, if you're not trying to go out and I don't know. So anyway, that's no, kind no, of. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But I anyway, know. it was interesting that they're at least doing that. So. There may be more people with those tags floating around sooner than later, you know. Maybe some some cool things to at least uh, run into that on the would, pier or something. Absolutely. That's interesting. I'm going to look into that. Yeah, look into it because I thought – but, you know, then I thought, man, 10 a month. I mean, that's a lot of those big fish to be dealing with now. You know, I guess anybody could really if you wanted to target them. But I don't know. It just seemed like uh, the number was a little bit excessive for uh, – a starting qualification to get on that program. Yeah. But, yeah. That sounds like it for sure. Yeah. But anyway, well, good deal. Well, thank you, Brant. And, uh, we'll talk again next week, man. And, uh, and keep us posted on what you're up to. All right, Brad. Take care, man. All See right. you. See you, buddy.